0: Hello everybody, welcome to Uncle Taylor's Unchained Podcast, it's finally good to be back. Uh, Sunday the 20th of June, it's 8.50pm, uh, it's been a minute and we just want to just very quickly kick off the top of why we've had such a extended break um, in our schedule. We, uh, it's been a bit spotty the last six weeks, um, but this would be the longest thing we've had where we haven't come on board and recorded and and done anything we had me and jacko um another person for 20 years um and he, he passed away um near the end of may and uh just for our sake we've been you know just trying to just you know get through it and um you know support each other and that kind of thing um we won't go too far into it we know a lot of people listen to this podcast know exactly who we're talking about um you know and, and and it's been a week since the the funeral has happened and um you know we're ready to unfortunately just try and get back to normal with our life and just uh do the best that we can to provide quality content for you to listen to um I uh, just want to personally myself thank everyone for just taking a uh, giving us some time to think and, and manoeuvre ourselves um, and your patience as well it is definitely all um, deeply appreciated uh, Jacko obviously the situation and you're a lot closer to the, to, the, to the person who's passed away, was there anything you'd like to say about it? Um, the only thing I would really like to say, I mean,
1: a lot of people, as you said before, a lot of people who listen to our podcast know exactly who we're talking about here. Um, I'm not going to mention his name or anything like that, uh, for privacy reasons and everything like that. Um, I will talk a tiny bit about the circumstances, um, very broadly and just say that if anyone's, um, experiencing any sort of hardship or having any kind of, um, issue and they, feel they've not got anyone to speak to it's just always encouraged to try and speak up anyway and don't try and hold it all in if you've got a close friend or a, a relative or just even someone sitting at the bus stop just let it out you know <laughs> just uh, don't bottle it up and just always know that there are people you can talk to for any issue um and just don't have to bottle that up absolutely no, i agree 100
0: percent with you mate you know they're um you know, unfortunately, there's a, there's a bit of a stigma around, you know, men's mental health, um, you know, with, with no, people struggling there out there in this world. It's a very hard world, especially in the current climate we're living with, with you know, COVID-19 and lockdowns and that kind of thing, you know, job losses, that kind of shit. So, you know, on a very personal note, as, as Jackson said, reach out to your people that you're most confident in talking to. Um it could be a stranger as well It You know it, it, If you need support There is support network out there um, You know And men's mental health Is something that should be taken Very seriously You know we're, Me and Jack are the same age 25 and, and, and our friend who passed away Was the exact same age too And we grew up in that kind of era Even though we're young Of you know Man up You'll be fine Everything's going to be okay You know You just got to Play the tough card And um, It's something that's deeply grained into my head um so if I'm having experiencing issues mentally or anything it's just a oh yeah I'll be fine I I just have to keep quiet about it don't talk about it things will be okay and unfortunately if I don't talk about it which I have a habit unfortunately of doing myself it does not get better um so yeah we definitely want to um promote as much mental health awareness as possible um, but very nicely put, Jacko. Thank you very much for for commenting, and um, you know, onto the show, onto the onto the fun part, you know, of our of our night. We don't we don't obviously intend to kick off on a doom and gloomish kind of kind of standpoint, but we just wanted to make sure that we we highlighted um, you know, our, pay our respects as well to our friend. Uh, so it's been a couple of weeks. Um, you know, and we're, just, a few, just and we're, a few, and we're back into things. There's a notable absence tonight. Jesse's uh taken a, a small leave uh on on top of what we've already taken. Um,
1: he wasn't quite no ready no to no. Come back he yet.
0: hasn't progressed from the blue room to the green room at the preschool. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we're uh, we're just waiting waiting on um you know. So yeah, basically it's just going to be me and Jacko tonight We're going to be discussing a lot of things It's going to be a very nerdish kind of night So if you're into the sports and everything I deeply apologise, we will get into that as well But E3 was just last week um, and Last week that has gone by as well And there's been a lot of good um, announcements That that came off on top of the board uh, That I want to get into down the track But as, as it is per tradition um alcohol alley we always kick off alcohol alley now uh jacko i don't know about you mate but tonight i am having a nice beautiful straight of course everything's going to be straight alcohol here with me i don't like mixing i'm having my jack daniels single barrel select 64.5 percent alcohol it is an absolute ah uh, it is just a beautiful drop but you have one or two and you're on your ass. It is such a strong drop of alcohol as well, mate. So um, got that through the Whiskey Club, hashtag the Whiskey Club AU, hashtag not a promotional shout out, hashtag give me some free alcohol, you stingy dogs. Um, got it through them, which is a reasonably price. It's a free subscription service. Get on board if you're into your whiskey. Since I posted it, which is a freaking hilarious thing about it, is... Um, People are like, oh, hey, you know, like, how do you, how'd you get this, and how'd you, how much does that set you back, and is it, a, is it, how do you pay for it? Like, it's, uh, I'm not an influencer, you know, I'm not, I'm not one of these nicely well-groomed men that look decent on a camera and have a six-pack. I'm literally two two kegs and and looks like Hubercash super glued to my chin. So, um, you know, getting people in the grog, it's always a good thing, mate. I love my alcohol, so it's it's a fantastic thing uh jacko what are you drinking tonight mate uh
1: tonight you'll be uh not really surprised but you'll be a little bit more surprised about the type of alcohol so i've got um vodka and lemonade tonight um however the that's normal um, I like it however the vodka is actually one that you'll be very familiar with um yourself and uncle jesse purchase it for me for my birthday some broken shed vodka
0: broken shed lovely Love it, mate. Love it. Nice to have a little bit of a drink. That's now... Uh, just cracking open the unchained vodka. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uncle Jackson's unchained vodka hour. <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. Ah, beautiful, mate. That's good. You know, I mean, look, I don't mind having a stiff one every now and then as well. Locked vodka. I can't go too big on it because... Uh, Get too fucking drunk on it, and then I start crying. It's the only (laughs) alcohol that makes me actively cry, so I tend to not have. (laughs) Oh, that's it. That's it. What my mouth does not speak, the vodka speaks for me. That's it. Um, Yeah, mate. No, good, 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 good. So we're gonna dive right into it. E3. Now, uh, Jack has shared with me off air that he didn't watch too much of it, and I, I personally didn't watch every single moment. But I did keep an active eye on what was being announced, what was coming out. Well, there was one announcement that
1: came from E3 that I was very interested in that I'm sure you'll speak about in a moment anyway. um, Oh, yes.
0: Oh, oh, yeah, absolutely. But... For me personally, E3 this year was a little bit lackluster, in my opinion. Um, Sony missed it altogether, did not attend whatsoever. Microsoft held it up, in my opinion, with everything that they had in a 90-minute segment. Um, they did a fantastic job on um, having a continuation of you know, the, the Game Pass services, some studio releases. Um, really top-notch shit, and I really enjoyed this, uh, this is E3 for Microsoft, um, you had a couple other ones as well, you had some indie shops, you had, uh, Nintendo, Yeah, a couple indie, uh, indie shops, you had some Nintendo as well, um, you know, there was a, there, there was a, a, a fair amount of content, but it just wasn't, I guess in my opinion, it wasn't just a massive, um, massive fucking hit, Oh, like hit, it wasn't a massive fucking bullseye, there could have been some better things, uh, going on, you know. Do you think that was um, mainly
1: due to um, due to the fact that there wasn't as many people there or do you think it was just the content
0: wasn't quite there? I think it's a bit of both, mate. You know, uh, people... like uh, Unfortunately, you don't have to have a shitload of people there at one of these events to try and make it interesting, to try and make it fun. It's really more so down to the studios. It's also down to, you know, your... Um, on the content that they're going to be releasing as well. That's ultimately for me where it kind of sits. Um, and if you're a studio that's not releasing a great deal, um, that's where I guess the issue starts. In my opinion, of course. And you know, and, and my dad's always said opinions like assholes. Everyone's got one. Yeah. That's my opinion. Um, there are a couple surprises that 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 kind of um, you know kicks me off. I mean, well, here's the thing, Jacko, like, sorry, just to quickly go back as well, it was the first ever all virtual event. So there was no crowd. There was no one there apart from the people running it, Right. you know, so to to make, to put that back into context as well, there was no fans in the audience.
1: So did they have it just like over Zoom or something like that? Did they, or what, what sort of platform did they do?
0: that's a very good question I, I don't know the answer to that and right. like it it would it would still be broadcast on networks like xbox you could watch it through the xbox yeah xbox and shit um they stream it probably to youtube that kind of thing you can definitely see it on there um there was just no one physically in attendance i know that um a fruit shop uh company can't mention names of course uh they've had their last three events all virtually it's the same, same. They're just doing this big virtual thing. WWE has been doing virtual events um, for a while uh, in the Thunderdome, and it's all been virtual. WrestleMania was the first live event they had in a year um, this year, which was fantastic. Um, which damn fucking right they should. Um, but again, I guess one of the one of the biggest things that was uh highlighted and that came out uh or sorry announced uh was a company called From Software they're finally releasing um Elden Ring they released the Elden Ring reveal trailer which um from me watching it and this is again beautiful thing about opinions it's it looks like it's something off dark souls with a storyline that can be probably compared to me for maybe game of thrones and that's right. a lot of other people's opinions as well. Um, so I was going to say, I've just, never heard of, um, of From Software or Elden Ring, did you say? Elden Ring, yeah. Elden Ring. Elden, Elden Ring. Um, never heard of either. See, the, the main thing to think about, Jacko, is El- Elden Ring, the company they're making it, From Software, uh, like and, and for yourself, you're probably not going to know it, uh, is a Dark Souls franchise and Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. Right. So it's it's really into that, you know, um, if, if it is the right terminology, if it's wrong, just fucking crucify me, um, would be... Um, well, we're it's going, not an we're RPG. Going, um,
1: not only have we got uh, Uncle Jesse away, we've also got uh, Dave away as well, so you, you don't have your brain's
0: trust on standby either. <laughs> no, stuck I don't. with me. <laughs> I, I'm stuck with Jacko. This is scary. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. Um... You know, it's like a fantasy horror kind of thing. Big enemies, big evil enemies, and it looks like just a lot of carnage, at least from what I saw in that trailer. Right. Um, I'm looking very forward to this. What I didn't know, and until watching the trailer of it in the catch up, um, George R. R. Martin helped create the lore and some of the main bosses in the game. Now, we all know George R. Martin as that guy in the moped with the breathing tubes because he's so incredibly huge, <laughs> um, as Family Guy would have put him. Um, but he has a very creative mind, and uh, putting this into a game will be good. You know, I'm keen to see how it goes. I'd like to see more gameplay before I, I slam-dunk purchase it, You know, and that's going to take you know however long it's going to take. At the moment and I love saying that, at the moment, (laughs) release date's January 21, 2022. Well, anyone who knows you knows you've
1: got uh, quite a, uh, what was it, impulse buying uh, ability as well. So I'm sure it's probably going to be added to the list of impulse buys. Am I wrong? Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) That's right, you know, hey, Alexa, add Elden, Elden Ring to my shopping list, you know. Doot, doot. Doot, doot. Creating request. Um, you know, there's a couple other games that got announced that t- very took my fancy. Obviously, being a Xbox player, Xbox elitist, um, with everything I've got, um, it was very interesting and very good Um, For me It's probably one of the better E3's I've seen And we've been able to experience with Um, Microsoft Bethesda Had their joint announcement As I said at the beginning A 90 minute um, Little thing which was just absolutely From start to finish For me fantastic Multiplayer reveal Halo Infinite Uh, They announced Horizon 5 I'm surprised they didn't announce um, Forza Motorsport I oh, for certain would have thought they would have announced it because I know there's been a lot of testing lately. Um, but Horizon 5 on the beautiful, beautiful landscape that is Mexico. That's where it's going to be, and that's November 9, it comes out for that. Um, Battlefield 2042, or, as I should be telling everyone, the Halo Killer. This is it. Oh, Halo Killer. That's great. The Call of Duty Killer. <laughs> <laughs> this is it, man. Well done. I was here,
1: so, you're going to kill the whole Halo franchise.
0: Yeah, it's gone. But honestly, Call of Duty's gone, man. It's gone after this because um, I don't know about some people out there. Some people did not mind Call of Duty uh, Cold War. And for me, I didn't mind it either. But it's uh, unfortunately the franchise is a massive far cry from what it was. Growing up playing it, of course, um, you know, very disappointed. ...with what's coming out... ...sorry, what has been coming out recently. Um, So I'm hoping that this Battlefield... ...is a major improvement from the last one... ...which I ranked as probably the worst Battlefield I've played. Um, So I'm hoping it's a major improvement. There is no campaign. So I've done a Call of Duty Black Ops 4... ...which is incredibly depressing... ...but that is... ...that's life, you know, I guess. It's... ...shit but that's the way it is. Um, so that's coming out in October. You've got uh, this weird game called Stalker 2, Heart of Chernobyl. And if I'm to understand it again correctly, it's a sci-fi, real trip-out thriller game. Um, I've seen some gameplay of it. I believe it was going to be a PC game. watched gameplay for it. A little bit earlier on last year, I think it was for so memory. Sort
1: of like the same type of game as uh, like Mass Effect, would you would you say? Like that sort of same sort of genre or is
0: no, it No, 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 no. This this is like Chernobyl reactor, Russia. Yeah, Russia? Is Russia is that where it is Chernobyl? I don't know. I don't know. One <laughs> of the one of those fucked up countries out there. Um, and, you know, they're talking about the reactor exploding and, you know, the aftermath and these kind of... it's probably more like a dead space but set on earth kind of thing Right, like actual earth earth kind of thing with radioactive poisoning and that kind of shit like uh fallout at least like fallout except without a good fallout storyline yeah right okay you know that will really you know that's pretty much what it's going to be um a big one though bethesda finally announced a release date for starfield have you heard about starfield i have i have it's finally going to get a release date. November 11, 2022.
1: Ooh. That's not That's too far again. away too. I mean even That's though it's next s- year, it doesn't it'll, that'll fly. It'll it'll come I mean what we're already at the end of June, you know. It's, it'll fly. I mean I reckon, you know, what will feel like maybe a month, it will be, oh hello 2022. Oh hello, here it is.
0: You're not wrong, but it's just for me, it's just like, why in fucking November? It's it's already been in production and talked about for an extremely long time. But but again, as he said, it'll come very quickly and then we're finally here.
1: Well, you're throwing your Veruca salt out there, are you? I want it now, Daddy.
0: <laughs> literally. Literally, you like, give it to me, give it to me now. Please, give it to me, give it to me, Neil. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was what I was watching Family Guy earlier, as you can tell. Um, Yes, I'm keen on that, obviously, um, because Microsoft have now purchased out Bethesda, or their, you know, their, their parent company. I've always um, been a fan of, um, Bethesda. They're, I mean,
1: they're right up there with one of my favourite, um, game, pro- uh, game makers, anyway, that,
0: you know... Game, yeah. They are one of the better studios out there, mate, oh, yeah. one that makes this kind of shit, you know. I, um, well, same here, you know, very interesting, you know, you've got the Wolfenstein franchise for me, um... Fallout, Elder Scrolls, and I know very well how much you love your Elder Scrolls. I oh, yeah.
1: um, haven't been much of a fan of Skyrim, and I know that really uh, ticked off um, a few people when I said that. But i've yeah, I've, I've decided that I'm going to give it another go. And as of I think it was oh, two, about two weeks ago, now I started a new game of it of Skyrim. And oh, yeah. nice. <laughs> I, mean, I, That's well, I mean, yeah, it got to, you know, the beginning scene where, you know, you fight, essentially you're essentially fighting the dragon and mm. finished that. And I went, got to, I think it was Whiterun. I think the name of the town is um, directly I after think that. So at the beginning. Um, and my game crashed. <laughs>
0: Fantastic. <laughs> I was like, okay. no,
1: and it didn't even save it. So i got to start all over again. I was like, fuck this game. <laughs>
0: Trust me, stick it out. You will thoroughly enjoy the game. And I mean that. I'm not just saying that. And I'm open
1: to that (laughs) because I know the first time I hated it, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to give it another try. I'll give it another try. See how I feel. Might
0: have, you know, might have grown on me. (laughs) Give it another crack. You will enjoy it. It gets a lot more fucking better, in my opinion. Yeah. So definitely give it another crack, mate. I'm open to that. I'll give it
1: another go. We'll see how we go. Exactly. I think you'll... um,
0: you will enjoy it. Because,
1: of course, my intro to the uh, Elder Scrolls series started with Oblivion, and I loved Oblivion. I've played it, I think... I've done the whole thing from start to finish about seven times. That's how much I enjoy it. (laughs) You know, so if I can enjoy the next one, being Skyrim, you know, so much the better. But, yeah, Yeah. as I said, the first time I hated it, so I'll try it again, see how I go. If I
0: like it, great. If I hate it, great. Exactly, mate. I wholeheartedly agree because um, everything's all about trying it out it's like riding a bike mate that's it it's like riding a bike and then getting punched in a retina <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh dear inside dick, joke there I. that's uh, for anyone listening that's an inside joke some of you know about it some don't but yeah that's
0: inside joke oh boy so Um, Nintendo obviously had a couple announcements this E3 period, which, you know, we all love. We all love a good announcement. Oh, yeah. Um, for people who are big fans of Zelda, which I know a lot of them, a lot of people out there are, which a game is I've never really got into and played, but they now have a new sequel, obviously, uh, to critically acclaimed as they would want me, as it says here. The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Um, That's coming next year, 2022. Um, That's the majority of these games getting announced for 2022, early or middle 2022, depending on what situation you're facing. Um, But that's coming out, which is fantastic. uh, Fantastic. 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 (laughs) Fantastic, darling. Going um, a bit spastic there, <laughs> just a, just a little bit retarded. Um, Metroid, I know. Again, some people fans of it out there. I've had a couple of crack. I've had a crack at it. It's um, Getting another two D installment via Metroid Dread, um, which is good. I'm, I'm keen to see that. It's probably one of the only things that. In terms of a shoot 'em up kind of style, even though it's not really shoot 'em up, um, I've actually low key enjoyed watching some gameplay um, of the games previously gone by. So that's cool. I'm gonna keen. I'm keen to see how that goes. Mario Party Superstars and Mario Party Golf Super or Mario Golf Super Rush, sorry, uh, are some new big announcements that have that have happened with E3. Uh, you might notice one. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. WarioWare. WarioWare. Have you ever heard? Have you ever heard of WarioWare? I've heard it. I've heard of it before. Yes.
1: I'm just trying to connect the dots here because I'm like, I know where. I know I'm meant to know this. I'm trying to figure out. Like, I've yeah, I've looked at it. I'm trying to think of it now. It's escaping me, but yeah, I do. I do know that name.
0: Yeah, because I, I don't really know it all that well. Obviously, because I'm I'm have not been a major Nintendo player. Um. I still got my Switch. But it says here, WarioWare game, subtitled, Get It Together. So I'm interested to see what it looks like. But pretty much, I look like Wario. So, um, it's probably my new game coming out. Which is good. i got the big nose for it. <laughs> and the <a> weird face. <laughs> Wario! Um, let's see what else they released. Um, I just want to make sure I get this all correct, of course. Um, not much there, which is okay, that's cool, that, um, Capcom, obviously the major, big major creators of the Resident Evil series, um, they got new gameplay, new DLCs for Resident Evil Village coming out, which will people give, will give people some kind of, uh, continuation of the game, I don't know how, um, and it says here, The game is getting DLC eventually and there's no indication of what that content will be or um, when it is coming out. But they showed this new thing called Resident Evil Reverse. And if I'm understanding it correctly, because it caught my attention when they announced it, it's essentially the multiplayer component of Village that was originally scheduled to release alongside Village. Now, I don't know if that's a misprint on, on this website's remark, but... It makes sense in a way. Um, you've got Monster Hunter stories coming out, which is okay. Um, the game was fantastic. If it's the same game as what I'm thinking is, because again, I'm not really massively into this kind of stuff. Um, I think it looked pretty well um, from what I from what I saw uh, for the trailer that was released. Um, one thing that I want to really highlight about, and me and Jacko are, are absolutely, like, our cocks are just stiff as a board thinking about this, and we've been waiting for this day to come. Microsoft actually, as you, as everyone's probably well aware, announced the release date for the flight simulator port from PC to the Series X console, which is a great day in Canada for us, <laughs> and therefore the rest of the world, as South Park would say. So
1: Yay Canada <laughs> Yay
0: Canada okay. Rather than blame Canada um, We're
1: going for yay Canada
0: this time exa- Exactly Yeehaw um, I think the game comes out Tuesday 27th If I'm correct You're correct Of July Yeah, And uh It's ingrained obviously- in my mind So I definitely wasn't <laughs> going to get that one wrong <laughs> <laughs> Um Obviously, I've had a very good read to see what exactly is coming across, what's not coming across. Um, Which is, you know, everything pretty much. From what I've I've been reading, everything's coming across. Just in case, some weird stats for people to know about if they didn't know about it. Um, There's over 37,000 airports in the game. 2 million cities, 1.5 billion buildings, real mountains, road, trees, river, animal traffic, and a lot more. Um, excuse me. Fly day or night, obviously. Real uh, live, real time weather, including accurate wind speed and direction, temperature, humidity, rain, and lightning. I
1: mean, how awesome um, is that? Just segueing slightly into that. Like, how awesome is that yeah. that they're able to actually throw real life? Um, I mean, fair enough with time. It's just you know time zones and things like that. But actually, able to have real time weather and real time winds and stuff—that's pretty cool.
0: I think it's fantastic, mate. Just how far technology has come. Oh yeah. Um, to have that kind of experience in, you know, and and specific details and you know that kind of shit is just phenomenal. It is absolutely just phenomenal with what. Is out there on, you know, and, and people are able to make. Um, I think for memory, it runs via Bing, obviously, okay. their, own, their own thing. So that's how they're able to get all this information up Makes sense. and running. Like, I've seen some great videos um, online of people doing air traffic control and people just, you know, bloody just fly the plane directly into the building and <laughs> that <kind of> shit. <laughs> that's the same as what was um,
1: happening in. Um, Uh, what do you call steam edition flight simulator steam edition uh, which was the one before this Um, I was watching a few videos that pop up on YouTube of um, in particular a couple of guys that do it regularly Um, Like one time they'll be an ATC another time they'll be an actual aircraft and he uh, sort of trolls it a bit the one in particular I'm listening to uh, or watching rather he sort of trolls them a bit and gets them to try and do perfect you know, perfect uh, terminology, you know, make sure that they're, they're flying it properly, things like that. And it's quite funny the way he does it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like just being, I've watched a few times, just um, hot air balloons and things like that just come flying into the tower and, you know, all these little f- small aircrafts, they just get the shits with him and just <laughs> drive straight into the tower and all that. Yeah. So I presumed, obviously, you know, being an extension of this or almost like sort of, you know, an upgrade to uh steam edition i thought surely that's going to be in there too i'm glad oh, that you yeah. said that because um i played a little bit of steam edition as well and i always enjoyed the fact that you could also you could have the option to either fly or be atc uh, which i thought was pretty cool
0: yeah oh well, absolutely i do yeah because if you don't feel like um, flying
1: you just go oh yeah i want to be atc today you go yeah no worries and start you know going uh like, oh Flight two eight seven clear, clear to land. Uh, you know surface wings calm. You know things like that. Just go go for it.
0: Yeah, just like fucking send it. I eh? <laughs> um, just fucking send it. I. Eh? What I think is is um, incredibly cool because again, this these kind of games have been out on PC for an extremely long time. This is not something new. You know, no. This is this is the first time that a game. Of this kind of power, like, obviously, we've all read the those beautiful reports on, like, you know, what what uh, specs you need on your computer to be able to run it at a real high, high rate and clarity and that kind of shit. Um, I've been able to do it. It's going to be a real test of the Series X console. Oh, yeah. See exactly how well something like this can run, how well something like this can actually process on the fly, keep it moving, that kind of shit that's what i'm really interested in seeing and we're both series x owners so we're going to be able to see this as clear as day from the moment we boot it up i mean look i'm anticipating there's going to be some issues with the server because obviously things are smooth but of course it's going to
1: be opening night so you know you'd expect it to have a little bit of turbulence
0: (laughs) exactly a little bit of turbulence just put in your uh seat belts and and cry (laughs) Um, just cry for love um so I'm keen to see how that's going to work out. Okay. I guess this kind of segues me into something that I think is also incredibly cool. Well, before you segway, if cool. I can, um, while we're how on
1: topic, yeah. um, <laughs> just a bit, uh, one thing I wanted to mention before we disappeared from Flight Sim. Uh, oh, we're not disappearing yet. Oh, okay.
0: We're not disappearing that's yet. That's right. Well, I was going to no, say, no, 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 like, no.
1: it'd be interesting to see, you know, how I think in a fair few episodes ago of our podcast, I mentioned about... Um, quite a few bugs that they had, you know. So just for example, just for one example, that you know, Buckingham Palace was a block of flats, and you know, Sydney Sydney Harbour Bridge wasn't there. Things like that. Um, be interesting yeah. to see if they've actually gotten rid of all of those, or if we find
0: a few more along the way. You know, um, it, as in, as in, I mean, I'm sure those bugs would have been addressed. I mean, you, when the game yeah. first came out, you'd have to assume. Yeah, but you would have thought
1: you never know just if when they've been doing something, whether they've accidentally hit delete on something, which is easy to do. But, you know, you never know whether something might go missing oh. or something might be extra.
0: <laughs> exactly, you never know. You know, but I guess with this game and the controls and what people can buy, that's where I was segueing before, Jacko, into Turtle <laughs> before Beach. Before I brutally interrupted you. <laughs> before you brutally interrupted me, you dog. Um, Turtle Beach have released, or have announced their plans to release the Velocity One Flight. Uh, universal control system, which is absolutely unreal. Not sponsored, not you sponsored, know. not sponsored. <laughs> not sponsored, not sponsored. They want to give me a free one, I'll cop it. Oh, yeah. Um, we'll never say no to it's that. It's not cheap. It's not cheap. The price tag's $450, dollars So it's not a cheap investment. But from what I'm looking at, um, if you will, if people want to look this up online as well, it's got a fully customizable dashboard. It tells you your flight time. Uh, You can program certain buttons to do things, proper lever action and a control grip, Uh, like an actual aeroplane uh, grip. Make things easier for fat pilots everywhere. (laughs) Exactly, like me. You can sit back and finally fly it. Um, Customizable buttons, a realistic yoke design. (laughs) Yoke. It's just... It just looks fantastic. And I could be wrong here, but this would be the first time something like this is properly released on the Xbox. I dare say there has been better stuff out there that has been, but because I'm, I'm brand new to this kind of concept, to me this is brand spanking new. They've really integrated the, the Xbox controllers, the buttons and shit, onto the new system. Uh, for what, I've, what I can see, pretty effectively. You know, with your with your sticks, your turning, you know, your LB, RB, RT, LT, your AB, XY, your sharing system button, your back button, your pause button, all of it's incorporated into the into the controller, um, and you can customize pretty much majority of those buttons and what they do. So for me, it's something I'm definitely um, definitely keen to, to, to get it and have a crack what makes me think it's going to release before obviously it says here and it's on their website and I quote that was a quote, <laughs> um, quote what yours. it says here <laughs> oh, on the website it says the Velocity One Flight Universal Control System delivers the most comprehensive flight control solution to set up your own cockpit at home Whether you're an experienced PC player or among the first to play Flight Simulator on Xbox Series X or S, Velocity One Flight equips you with all the controls needed to navigate the skies. So in my head, um, this would be released before uh, the game comes out.
1: Because it's part of their promo, you know, like they're saying, you know, get it ready for Flight Sim. You know, exactly you that's thought, what i'm thinking yeah, you would have thought they'd leave enough time for it to be released enough time for people to get it so then you know everyone who's taking photos going oh my god i'm playing the new game they get free publicity cuz their products there
0: they're probably you'd find that they're probably going to release it closer to the release date of it you know so they're going to um you know it's probably going to be released before the 26th yeah. or 27th sorry of uh july so you'd want at least one thing, maybe a week beforehand. Mm. But stock is going to be incredibly tight on it. I estimate it'll probably um, sell
1: out within the first uh, half hour, hour, let's say.
0: You'd like you'd like to think it would be. Yeah. You know, I'm just reading on this here it says Turtle Beach enters into the flight sim category. So this is the first thing that Turtle Beach have done in terms of a steering wheel cockpit kind of thing. Yeah. because um, typically it's all just usually fucking. Logitech. I was going to say Logitech. Or Thrustmaster. Typically the two that I've seen. This would be for me the first time I've seen a turtle beach system like this. But I'm keen for it. So, you know, hopefully we will ha- mean you might have one each or we go got hours in one or whatever situation might be. But yep. the ultimate goal, and this is where you're going to hear it now, live on, not live, but uh, on, the, on the podcast chat, we are going to be doing... A gigantic twelve-hour stream the weekend of launch, and I uh, mean Jacko. are gonna work out our little flight arrangement, and we're gonna stream it at Jacko's house. Oh yeah, because he's got the better internet, and um, we are going to do a twelve-hour flight. And we're gonna be wearing, we're gonna dress up for the occasion because you gotta dress up. So black aviators, white t, white long-sleeve t-shirt with a tie. <laughs> and a captain's hat expect uncle taylor airwaves or something like that to that name to do a 12 hour twitch you probably
1: stream probably mean uncle taylor yeah. airlines instead of airways
0: yeah 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 that's it <laughs> uncle taylor airlines
1: jeez well, that uh, Unc- that uh drink of choice there is starting to fuck up your voice abilities isn't it
0: <laughs> just a little bit just a little bit um yeah, uncle uncle taylor's Uncle Taylor's wild flights. Uncle Taylor's wild something. Uncle Taylor's crazy ex-girlfriend staying outside my house with a, with a knife. <laughs> um, we'll think of something, but we'll make sure we put a lot of announcements into it because we want to make sure that we try and get as much traction so that'll be the Saturday. And that will be... To confirm it... That's BYO Saturday, Lawnmower. <laughs> B, that's it, BYO Lawnmower. Uh, Saturday the 31st of July. So we are going to be absolutely fucking flying high, of course. So we're keen to have you on there. We're keen to actually do this ourselves. Um, So we've been waiting a very long time for this. So this is going to be fantastic. Um, Yeah, realistically, that's about everything with the podcast. Jesse's not here, so we can't go, hey, let's talk about sport. That's pretty much it podcast is a is, is just a real big e3 wrap-up for the things that i've personally collected jacko's kind of noticed as well um so i'm gonna leave the floor over to jacko now because i've talked a hell of a lot so jacko mate is there anything you'd like to talk about tonight anything you want to discuss anything that you've seen well just to completely derail what you're what you just said
1: then about no sport then i thought i was going to bring up a sports topic and i'm Sure, you're probably over there convulsing because you thought I'd never say something sport related. But uh... look, I'm a bit scared. <laughs> I'm a bit scared. <laughs> but uh, the topic I wanted to bring up here was a boxing match that you and I both uh, watched at your place recently. Uh, yes. Well, a, f- a few boxing matches of that evening, but the uh, main event there being uh, Paul Gallen's fight there.
0: Yeah, Paul Gallen versus uh, Hardman, Justice Hooney. Oh, sorry, oh, Hooney. Sorry, yeah, Hooney. That's right. Justice Hooney um, for the Australian heavyweight title. That was a that was a good fight. I enjoyed, uh, even though I lost my multi. I I did thoroughly enjoy. Um, yeah, Mister Uncle Taylor game, was, was uh,
1: looking for a draw, and that didn't quite happen.
0: That is correct. I I was praying. I put it out to the gods, and the, the gods b- projected my pleas uh, for a draw because I would have completed my multi. And Jacko, just for context, the Raiders t- uh, losing last night cost me four hundred and something bucks Ouch. in a multi. Seven out of eight, uh, six out of seven. Oh well, that's life. Ouch. Um, I'm just trying to... a very big ouchy wowie. Uh, I'm just trying to find. It'd be a Wednesday. They
1: could have paid so for the up uh, Turtle Beach uh, setup there.
0: Easily. Easily could have paid for it. But I'm not that lucky. Um, so, at least the three fights that I had the bets on was uh Andre Mikalovic versus Alex Hainan. Uh, right. Isaac Hardman versus Emmanuel Carlos. And then, obviously, Gal versus Justice Muni. Um, Very interesting fight. The um, Andre Um, uh, uh, If you if you saw the beginning of the fight when they're touching gloves, Alex, the one who had all the tattoos, punched Andre straight in the straight in the sternum. Um, instead of touching his glove, and the referee's like, "Don't you don't you let me disqualify you? I swear to God, I'll disqualify you." And, and you know it's like a it's like a you know a fucking Jedi mind trick. He's gonna go, "Oh yeah yeah, I fucking got this. I've just set fear in his heart." But not got dropped that many fucking times, mate. It was hit with so many fucking lefts, he was begging for a right. And, uh, you know, second round, I think it was second round, uh, K.O.T.K.O., which was fantastic. It was it was very good. The fight, the quality and the caliber of the fights were fantastic. The one that was, again, I think everyone can agree, the one that I was most shocked with was the Gallon fight. Going 10 rounds... And gallon KO TKO'd in the last round with about two minutes or so to go. I did not see that coming. Uh Matt didn't see it coming. I know you didn't see oh, it coming. I
1: definitely
0: didn't know. I saw it to be maybe a quick fight, maybe two rounds, three rounds most, and that was it. And the fact that I got to the tenth round, I went, Oh yeah, nah, this is uh this is gonna end fucking you know, pretty piss poorly. But I was incredibly surprised. I mean, all it really showed to me is how much heart. Well, to show two things to me. Um, first one, G Train is of is one of the toughest athletes that's played any sport. You know, rugby league um, to boxing. His toughness is really up there in my eyes. Is really up there, and that's not because I'm a Sharks fan. It proved, really, just how strong and tough this bloke was. He fought uh, from the second round with with cracked ribs. One of the punches that just as soon he hit him cracked his rib, which I've never experienced that kind of pain before, but I don't think it'd be a tickle. You know, apparently it happened to him in a game uh, back in 2012, and he cracked his rib, and he had to get injections to continue to play. And uh, he turns around, gets a cracked rib, no injection, has to stand there and fight for 20 or so minutes. The, the toughness of the man is just unparamount in my eyes. Um, so, definitely hats off to him and hats off to the gallon for the training. But another thing it also lacks for me, and this is what I've just thinking about and noticed, I mean, just as soon as he's only had, I think, three or four fights, professional fights. Um, for someone like Paul Gallon to take him to the tenth round, you would have to start questioning if this bloke has that star power to, to knock him out. You know, and I'm i I'm certain some people who would listen to it might say, You get fucked Taylor an idiot or you know, or, you know, you step in a ring with him and fight. I'm gonna sit here very comfortably and say, I would not like to meet Justice Honey or Paul Gallen in the in the fucking in the front row of fucking ANZ standing with all the lights on. They would punch piss holes into me. So I really don't want to plan on doing it um, but I'm I am you know it just makes me wonder I guess the quality and the caliber of, of justice Hooney. like he wants to go to the Olympics in two weeks time how how do you go to the Olympics if you can't um, knock out someone uh, and have that devastating power when the book is tipping you're a dollar thirty something it just doesn't make sense for me
1: Absolutely, it doesn't make make sense. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like it's, uh, I don't know. I mean, in my opinion, I just think with that, that if you're a boxer, be a boxer. If you want to be Olympian, be an Olympian. You know, don't, you know, try and, uh, you know, try and, don't fight in in two fields, you know what I mean?
0: I th- I think like see with with Gallon, mate he he put the fight out to him. Oh, absolutely! Accepted.
1: You know, it was a great. It was the easily one of the best matches I've ever seen that one. But you know, I mean, that's just all I could say is just like I was expecting a round three, you know, knockout or something like that. Just it'd end in the third round, maybe the fifth, but not you know, not the tenth by you know referee intervention. You know. Yeah,
0: it 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 really did not make. Um, you know, it didn't do Huni any, fa- any, any, uh, Honey, any, fa- uh, whatever you pronounce his name, any favors honey. whatsoever. Um, with him yeah. dropping the way that he did, and oh, sorry, him not being able to drop him the way that he did. It just, oh, yeah, it uh, personally baffles me to, to think about it, you know. But look, at the end of the day, he won. If he goes to the Olympics, he's going to be up against the world's best, um, if he does go there and brings home the the gold medal, which obviously, of course, I hope he does. Um, but it's one of those cases of, let's see if he can take his professional boxing career to the next step, you know. And I'm not going to sit here and say, to you, you know, I, I've boxed all my life and this is what he should do and this is my opinion and why is it valid and, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm not a boxer's asshole. I guess it's simply just... You watch this shit over and over again, and you watch the, the the caliber and the quality of some of these fighters, and they never can make that successful next up, next step. You know, um, you know. You look at Mundine, you look at Danny Green, like they're completely fine. You know, like they they like Danny uh, Anthony Mundine was one of the more successful people to go from rugby league playing for St George over to. Um, come over and, and and fight and became a champion. You know? And then you got Danny Green, who's an out and out fighter. Um and, and all he did um all he did was box. He didn't do anything um Oh he didn't do anything um any any anything fucking different. You got Jeff Horn. For me that's a success story for me in my eyes was a teacher you know he was a it was a fucking school teacher and and let's and let's talk the truth Pacquiao was coming in there just to fucking fight him as a filler to go on and verse and fight other people who were much bigger and much more of a uh uh entertainment fucking you know take like money like a money grab a purse and fucking he beat him didn't contest for it again they didn't have a rematch and he beat him on points fantastic you know that's a success story and then jeff horn goes on to have a big fucking um you know a, a big couple bouts of big fights um i think he fought that's a as well um and then obviously tim zoo put him in a retirement which was a safer call that he that he that he did you know Tim Zoo looks like he's one of the better fucking fighters we've picked up since probably his father, in my opinion, you know, and again, that's my opinion, of course, um, he just looks, he's built like a brick shit house, mate, for a young kid, for a, a skinnier kind of bloke, he's not a, not a, not a heavyweight, not a lightweight, he looks like a brick shit house. he could punch piss holes through drywall, so, I'm keenest to see how he goes versus Rafa, and then hopefully he'll be able to go for the fucking world title, because that's what he was originally meant to do. But you know, I can sit there and talk all night about it. I'll let you talk for a bit. I'm sorry. You let me talk for a bit. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Hmm.
1: Um. Well, you've you've sort of taken all the words on the uh, boxing front. Um. So I'm trying. I'm thinking of a new topic for you, because <laughs> that's. Unless you've got anything else to add to the boxing thing before I segue.
0: No, no, go ahead, man. You're all right. Unless there's something else you want to talk about, honestly, I'm pretty, pretty fucking breezy cheesy because I've talked all fucking night um, to get my points across. Is there anything you'd like to discuss, Jack? I think
1: we've uh, really covered it all. I mean, the one th- main thing to uh, look forward to, everyone, for uh, the foreseeable future would definitely have to be our um, inaugural flight on the 31st, so it'll be... That's going to be a great event, that one.
0: I can't wait. Oh. I can't wait. I've already been told to find a new place to live afterwards. <laughs> so, so we'll see if I'm allowed home.
1: Um, He'll scratch at the door, just be a bit like a cat and just scratch the door and just go, Excuse me, yeah. Mum, can I come back?
0: Uh, yeah, come like, on. I'm, I'm, I'm China's brother. Let me. Know. <laughs> Um, yeah, so that's going to be exciting. Um, keep an eye on my Twitch as well. The next couple of weeks, un- Uncle Taylor's Wild Ride, Uncle Taylor Wild Ride. Uh, last night, being Saturday 19th, I uh, did my first stream in probably about six months and streamed myself doing the demo for Lawn Mowing Simulator. Uncle Taylor's Maintenance made its first debut onto onto Twitch. We had a decent number of, pe- of people come in, like five to six people, which was fantastic. Um, wanted to try and promote that more get my business up and running um, because there's a tough economy out there and trying to find a second job mowing lawns is not an easy gig um, you're going to try and so knock, knock out Jim's mowing back. are you fuck Jim's mowing that's what everyone says fuck this Jim mowing dog pay him 65 bucks come out and whippersnip um, Fuck a dog um yeah yeah it's it's not it's Uncle Taylor's maintenance now I'm your go-to guy in England because it's set in England um so I'll be your I'll be your your bull, for your lawn mowing expertise. Um, but yes, keep an eye out. We'll obviously post closer, and we're very excited to post closer to um, I'll do dual stints, have a couple of nodos, some crack cocaine, smoke it of course, <laughs> just to keep ourselves awake. No, 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 no drugs. Drugs are bad. Um, no, drugs are bad. <laughs> um, but yeah, Jacko, mate. Thank you for tonight, buddy. I know it was, it's been a, a challenging couple of weeks, but it was very good to get on and just talk shit for you know a good hour. So I appreciate your, your your time today. Of course. Um, and and again, just to sound off again, as we did at the top of the top of the podcast, um, if you are feeling any kinds of um, depression, upsetness, whatever it may be, uh, please reach out to you support people. There is plenty of people out there, trained professionals um also your mates as well you know we all need to rally around each other and help us uh break the stigma that is uh, men's mental health but apart from that i've been uncle taylor have a great evening catch you later guys